Cybernetics with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, a series of weekly teachings on spiritual leadership, soul growth, and the principles of divine administration, presented by the mandate of the bright and morning star at the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. The title of this teaching is Desiring the Perfect Will of the Energy Master. Here is Van, Gabriel of Urantia, Talies Van. This is from a student of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion, and he listened to Cosmopop last night and wrote this. Christ showed me the soul of Van last night. I put on Energy Master on Spotify to listen for the first time because he feels like he's made anew. There is absolutely no denying your father is quite literally the greatest musician on the planet. And as I imagined being able to just be in the same room as the greatest musician on the planet, Michael went on to reveal to me who your father is and was and even some of who he will be. Wave after wave after wave hit me and I fell flat on my face, overwhelmed and astounded and in awe by who he is. All I could say was, holy heck, over and over and over again. There are no words for this. I can never explain it. I commit in faith to continue forward with you. And after that faith decision, I was permitted to see who your father is. Energy master, your desire is what I'm after. Energy master, your desire is what I'm after. I tried not to see. What you created me to be My heart cried My life foreseen to die ah, Energy master Your desire is what I'm after to see uh, you have to give it up see what well see everything see your destiny see um, the truth about everything um, up until then you're trying to manipulate your own ascension process 
Each person that's separated from God at any level is in a state of hell. A state of hell. And the more you're separated from the Creator, from the threefold Creator, from the Father, from the Son, and the Mother, the more you're separated, the more you're in hell. Hell isn't a place. It's an attitude. Hell is a a confusion within you, a separation uh, from the Trinity, a separation from the extension of the Trinity that goes out to the grand universe in each one of the Trinity circuitry. So if the trisector uh, Trinity is not uh, a part of your reality, then you need to make it so. David was able to face Goliath with the slingshot only because he had the tri-sector spirits, the, the power of the Father, the power of the Son, the power of the Holy Spirit within him And that's what gave him the courage and the faith to face the giant. Well, those giants I have had to face for a long time in other forms. They might not be in forms of uh, a man, but uh, other forms. Things I've had to overcome to be able to, with the help of Neon, who also faced her uh, demons, um, build this uh, divine administration to manifest the housing, to manifest all of you. That was not done by lack of faith. That was done by faith. And faith is the power of the three-fold spirit within us. We live in the seventh super universe of that trisector family. The father, the son, and the mother. Why not get them in you? (laughs) Why not get them working within you? We have three to bless us. Why not allow them to live in us? They're there already. They're down in the subatomic reality within us, but why not get them up in the cellular reality? Those seven master spirits, each one of you, one of them, particularly in the seventh super universe, where you can have three of them working simultaneously. If you're following my train of thought, working to respond correctly in your next moment Uh, to someone, a response uh, that is so powerful that it can help them see something more about God. And that's what we are supposed to do all the time. We're supposed to be living examples, be ye perfect as I am perfect, of the trisector family all the time. 
because it's so easy to slip, you know, and fall into your timing and not God's timing. It's bad enough when you know God's will and don't want to do it. That's bad enough. That's called sin and even iniquity. If you refuse to do what you know God wants you to do, that gets down to iniquity. So when I wrote the song Energy Master and I kept on repeating the mantra, your desire is what I'm after, there was a man that was dying in Sedona and the song just came out. When he heard it uh, for the first time, and it touched something in his own soul. And he realized what God was saying to him. You know, that he needs to desire God's perfect will for his life. Not his own will, but God's perfect will in all things. And you have to understand and by faith walk in the Father's will. So, I told you the story of me many times on 4th Avenue having to stop fights and, and go in the, uh, between uh, uh, people being beat up in gangs and all that. And I didn't have fear. Why? Because I knew God was with me and wanted me to break up the fight. You know? It wasn't the same when I was without God and in the hood if I would have tried to do that, I probably would have got killed. You know, you have to be wise if you know if it's God's will or your own decision. And that's like the same way through anything in life. There's the fourth dimensional and the third dimensional. There's God's will and then there's Caligastia's will. There's two different wills. Caligastia's will is the result of the Lucifer rebellion, which is also seen by God the Father and mapped out just like a good designer could map out a building and know every little detail about it and then build it with the help of an architect, construction team, and all of that, and put together that beautiful building by design. God has design too. He is the first designer. The uh, Freemasons call God the Father the great architect. And that's what he is. He's an architect of eternity. He's an architect of every mortal he creates, every free will, scented in being he creates, he is the architect of their destinies. So you say, who am I? Where am I going? What are you? What are you? Uh, uh, uh. you won't know anything until you say, God, show me the way. Whenever you first start doing that, you have gained wisdom. It's the beginning of wisdom. But wisdom does not end there. It's an eternal trip. You want to help to rule this planet one day. That's what you're called to do. That's why you hear 
in divine administration because you are being called to help rule this planet. If you think that's a fairy tale, you're too relative. You're too relative in your mind. You can't substantiate anything. You can't have a foundation on anything because you're a relative thinker. Relative thinkers, what do they do? A truth comes in and goes right out. Squish, 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 squish. It's gone. You want to keep that beautiful truth within you. And the moment it comes and dwell on it, twist it, turn it around, upside down, inside out, go down the various pathways in your brain and see where that beautiful truth may lead you to. You'd be surprised. It might open visions you've never had before. And each one is such a beautiful vision of God. And you won't ever see them if you don't practice self-mastery in dreaming those dreams, of visualizing those visions, of living in a higher reality instead of such a lower, ugly place that sometimes you allow yourself to go to. Competition. Yee. Jealousy. Resentment. You allow yourselves to go there. What's it do for you? Nothing. Doesn't do anything for you, but cause you pain. Pain. It's painful being separated from God. You know what it makes you do? Makes you run. You don't even know where you're running to. It just makes you run. And then you're mad at everybody. You're particularly mad at those who are your elders. You think, they shouldn't have said that to me. Why not? They're loving you. They're trying to be your fathers, mothers, and elder sisters, and elder brothers. That's what God wants them to do. Don't get mad at them. You want to get mad at somebody? Get mad at yourself. Jesus was hated by those who did not want to do what is right. Those Pharisees mostly hated him because they thought they were gods. (laughs) They were afraid of his Truth, beauty, and goodness. They did not have the seven master spirits within them in any of the sevenfold forms that they should have had. Just one or two of them, maybe. But we all could fall. We're not indestructible. That's why we have to be so careful so cautious that we don't blow it with our own stupidity, stupidity and arrogance.
That's why I say over and over and over and over again. Ask the threefold spirit within to come within you and hear from each of them. Tri-sector reality. You see, when you read volume one, you hear about the tri-sector families. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the seven cosmic families from four universes. But you never know what the seven cosmic families really are. Do you? Which is, what are those seven cosmic families? Well, I'll give you a hint. It has to do with the seven master spirits. And having them work in your life all the time. Every minute of every day. When you watch a television, should I watch that or not? Should I watch? Oh, man, my lower self is saying, watch that beautiful woman get naked. If you don't have self-mastery, you will fall to your lower self. You'll fall on the internet. You'll fall anywhere. You'll fall in the magazine. God wants you to have self-mastery. That you can be an overcomer of that moment. That moment. We even get to the place where we're, all, we're, we're committing adultery in our minds. Or committing fornication in our minds. Laying in bed at night, we struggle. We, reason I know that, I struggle. If we don't commit sin, then we are in divinity. Being in divinity means that God can get through to us with his dreams. I say to God every night, can I have a dream of a spaceship flying in one again? I don't want to dream of demons. I don't want to dream of being in a toilet. I don't want to dream of the lower, ugly things of this world, fallen world. I want to dream of beautiful things. And the only way that that's going to happen is you have to have self-mastery 24 hours of the day before you go to sleep. Then you will see those dreams turn around. How do I know it works? Because... I've been through it. So now I am beginning to have dreams of being in a spaceship again. I must have had three or four different uh, spaceships that I've been in in the last month. Wow, that's great. That's the kind of dreams you want to have. You fourth order starseed that fell from higher planets, you want to dream of those planets again. You want to dream what what it was like back there. What you missed now. Because once you realize what you had, (laughs) you want to do what's right to get it back. So you need to sing that mantra all the time of Energy Master. Your desire is what I'm after. 
Thank you, um, Liaison Minister Centria. I'm going to hope that this is uh, formulated according to the teachings, but um, I've been thinking a lot about the the consciousness of van and neon. <laughs> In a way, you talk about liaisons, but you're sort of the liaison from the fifth dimension to the fourth to the third, and so often um, it feels like the world that most of us reside in, this world of rebellion. You know, they say that sin is not real in the eyes of God. It's not his reality. And rebellion, because I think you you haven't fallen, it's not the reality you carry with you. And so you, you're, you seem, and I don't want to speak for you, but I, I try to understand what is the mandate of the bright morning star? What is that? And how does it relate to the, the threefold spirit of God and the sevenfold aspect of God? And, and how does it play out down here on Urantia where human mortals are being asked to be mandated and to, to work towards light and life, to usher this new reality in? And as we said earlier, most of us here are fourth order starseed. And... Um, we do carry with us a kind of a discomfort in that I think we did know at one point long, long ago what it was to live in a fourth dimensional and higher reality where sin wasn't, where rebellion wasn't the norm on those worlds. And, um, you know, in speaking about Amadon and Eleonora as well, that they haven't experienced rebellion. And so here they are on Urantia where the water we swim in is, we're all comfortable in that rebellion. It's all too familiar for us. And so it is kind of our go-to. It's You said earlier, um, you don't even know you're being mean. You don't even, you know, it's not like you're just setting out to do something that's sinful. But because we've been doing it repetitively for so long, it takes years and years to even see um, that what we thought was up is down and what we thought was in is out. And it, it's just shaking up what is normal for us is so abnormal to you <laughs> in, in how you view things and, and your vision and your ability to see things um, in advance, done. The faith that you have in, you know, when you say build more housing, you know, they're coming, um, do this, go go over there. When, when in our reality, we're like, what? <laughs> we can't do that. Or, you know, whatever our reasons are for not trusting God and trusting God through you, um, we do it all the time. I mean, it is as, it's like breathing to us. And so the, the rehabilitation program, why we should all sign up for the personality integration rehabilitation program is because we have been in rebellion for so long and um, it is so in us that it takes constant attention to those habit patterns 
in order for us to change them. It takes a whole village to raise any one of us, really. And that's why the chip game is so valuable, why it's so needed globally, because when you begin to trust your village, that they do have your best interest in mind, that when the wind blows through, the winds of change blow through, and maybe it's a, a breeze, and maybe it's a, you know, 50 mile an hour, and maybe it's a tornado, whatever it's taking to shake us up, to, to question ourselves, to look at where we need to make adjustments, where, what is it in us? We don't want to have war anymore. We don't want to have suffering. We don't want to have all of these awful atrocities in our world. But in very small ways, we do it with each other all the time. And that's the rehabilitation, I think, is that getting it down to the particle physics of rebellion in us until we can see it in our own thinking and stop, stop accepting it as being okay. That's when we're going to see the change that we want to see in the world. So thanks for being great teachers and examples. And it's a lot to grok. It's, it's really a lot to wrap your head around that on a world there might be a small group of people who have been called to do this seemingly impossible mission on Urantia. And, and I think it started back, Neon and I were talking the other day about you know, just getting the Arantia book out took so long. And it seemed at some point over control had to kind of just pull a ripcord on it. There was so much information that wasn't brought through. They say it's one-tenth of the revelation. And you had this battle going on between Sadler and, and um, Sherman. And one being a starseed who, like a lot of us, had a sense of this cosmic reality, and yet he was pushy and opinionated and really causing problems that if, if he had been left to his own devices, maybe it would have delayed the Arantia papers from being published even longer. So what did he do? He, he sat across the street from the Saddlers and went cosmically insane because he knew the revelation was real and he knew he had these memories and this astral reality, but he couldn't, they couldn't bridge it. And I think often over control, they do have to just say enough already, do this part, <laughs> and we'll get to this other <laughs> as we go. And thus we have continuing fifth, thank God, um, because people like him, like us, who are fourth order starseed or uh, other starseeds, those, even the Urantians who have genetic memory of, of past lives and other worlds and, and other cultures. It is such a relief to know we're not alone. So thank you. Thanetics, a weekly podcast highlighting the teachings of Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase founders of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion, home of the Global Temple of Divine Administration. For those who feel called to serve humanity as destiny reservists, visit UASPR.org. We bid you come. <laughs>